football cards collecting and investing and you want to stay tuned today because obviously one of the biggest stories in the history of the NFL just happened and what has happened to the football card market is this is Andy the most interesting thing that's I've ever seen we'll get to that in a second but as always we lead with a general topic and today Andy we are talking about the differences not only in price but style between vertical and horizontal cards yes vertical versus horizontal very interesting topic to discuss the empirical data that i see shows that the horizontally formatted cards sell for a lot less than the vertically formatted cards uh, given similar circumstances like on-card autograph brand recognition um, low serial numbers And we're still seeing a lot lower average resale values for horizontally formatted cards, Carter. And I think it's because when you get this graded, whether it's PSA or BGS, you know, it's now you have to choose between do you want the grade to be sideways or do you want the card to be sideways in your display? Or if you display it horizontally, now it takes up extra room and it doesn't look like I'll tell you if I have a horizontal card on my wall behind me. It's just going to look out of place with all the vertical ones. So I'm 10, like, I I think I have a couple and they're just, they're, they're uh, vertical. They're sideways. (laughs) Yeah. And that is one of the biggest reasons why I think there's such a price disparity, Andy. So for those that are listening on the podcast, um, what we have on our screen right now is a Justin Herbert comparison to the left. You have a Justin Herbert's field pass, uh, National Treasures Horizontal Auto that went for $725. And then to the right, you have a Justin Herbert vertical card, National Treasures. Now, it is a little bit different because it's the fat RPA. So this is one of the most coveted cards in all the hobby. But you see the difference here, $725 and $39,000. So obviously, you know, not the most apples to apples comparison, Andy, but I think it does show a massive, massive disparity between um, vertical and horizontal cards. And me personally, Andy, I am a vertical guy, but I do not mind horizontal cards. Yeah, and and um, yeah, I do. I do recognize that this patch is pretty cool looking. Although it's like it should be common knowledge that it's not actually player worn or from any specific game or event. So, or barely player worn. Uh, you know, probably worn with like thirty other jerseys at the same time while uh, right. sipping on a uh, cocktail and some hors d'oeuvres at a Panini premiere event. But just like this is a crazy price difference here between very similar grades and. We've, I, I mean, this is not just the only example. Like, there are a lot of other cards when you talk about horizontal versus vertical that just go for a lot less money, a lot less money. So, for me, um, we would love for you to comment down below. Do you like vertical or do you like horizontal cards? I think everybody, Andy, is going to say vertical mainly because of the grading aspect and mainly because they do sell for more. But I do think horizontal cards would be aided if grading companies graded them horizontally. We saw some other grading companies, HGA, try to start doing the horizontal grade where the actual grade is to the top of it. And that never really caught on all that well. And obviously PSA, they don't do that. And whatever PSA is going to do, that's what everybody else is probably 
going to do. Now, I will also say there are some very coveted horizontal cards in the hobby. The most coveted modern non-LeBron card right now is that Luka Doncic one of one that resold for $3 million not too long ago, and that card is horizontal. But I, I am with you, Andy. I, I am vertical all the way. And look, I know what a lot of people are going to say with horizontal cards, that it is easier you know, to get patches in them. Um, a lot of great logo mans, if you will, come in a horizontal format. But my point is there are also patch cards in a vertical format as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think you I think you nailed it there. And I, I would be, you know, I would be interested to see um PSA come out with a horizontally formatted slab. I mean, I kind of like it's like holding like a big it's it's like holding a big Game Boy or something in your hand. You know, I can imagine this fat, you know, horizontally formatted slabs. You just kind of have to maybe you go and you start a collection of nothing but horizontally formatted cards. Like if I had a whole layer on my wall that was just horizontally formatted cards, then maybe that's uh, the approach I take. But if just one is horizontally formatted out of a bunch of vertical ones, then you know it's it's totally out of place. So maybe if these manufacturers start uh, producing sets that have nothing but horizontally formatted cards, maybe Panini comes up with a set that's nothing but horizontally formatted. Someone wants to build that set. I, I think it's I, I think it makes sense to make a uniform set like uh, I don't know. That's kind of I think that would be something that would be more attractive to collectors. Now, before we move on here, um, we got some big stories to talk about, Andy. We want people to know that we are big supporters of Card Shop Live. Tell people where they can sign up and be a part of the the, the quest, baby. Yeah, we have a link in the description below that'll take you directly to uh, the Card Shop Live uh, so you can sign up. I actually uh, watched a 2022 Mosaic Hobby Box break last week, first off the line over uh, holiday break. Uh, such a smooth process to set up your, your payment information and then like the, the bidding process. So they sometimes they have live streamers that are bidding off singles, other sports memorabilia, box breaks. They have original hobby content. They're founded by the guys from Sports Card Nonsense and Geo's Cards. Um, it's just such a really smooth platform. And uh, you guys got to check it out. You, you'll get entered into a 2022 Donruss Hobby Box uh, giveaway that we're doing here on the channel using our link in the description below. And you also get a $10 credit uh, in your Card Shop Live account when you set up your, your payment information and hop into a stream. So uh, check it out in the description below. Card Shop Live, baby. Now we go to the biggest story, Andy, and it is uh, DeMar Hamlin. So obviously it is you know the biggest story in the NFL this year. Um, we are not medical experts, uh, but what happened yesterday was pretty wild. It was very tragic, and I'm glad that DeMar Hamlin's toy charity is doing really well. But you know people are here to learn about football cards or at least talk about it. And Andy, what happened yesterday with DeMar Hamlin cards is probably unlike anything you've ever seen. I am and very much so, very much so, Carter. I, I can't ever remember seeing anything like this. this is absolutely wild. So I really hope DeMar pulls through this and prayers out to his family and teammates and friends and everything. Um, but what what happened in the football card world on eBay after this event during this event and after this event is just absolutely mind-blowing carter for a multitude of reasons first 
You can see we pulled up DeMar here on TCDB, and he's only got 70 different rookie cards. Virtually all of them are autographed. He doesn't really have anything in his pro uniform. You know, he's a 2021 rookie, so it's only his second season. Um, and so he's got a lot of college uniform cards and stuff like that. And you can see, like, there's an auction ending last night at 1035, and the card sold for $1,000. And that is just not even the the tip of the iceberg there for DeMar Hamlin. There's cards selling today in buy it now scenarios for $2,500. This was a card that was just $15, 10 or $15. We're talking about a college ticket auto card for a defensive player of safety. So, I mean, this is, you can go back and look at the sold data from earlier yesterday afternoon, just a $10, $15 card that shot up to over $1,000 um after after the tragic event last night so th- th- there's an ethical debate about selling cards with players that have serious health risk or players that just pass away right like you know over the past 2 years we've had some of the biggest sports legends pass away right you had bill russell you had pele you had maradona you had uh john madden um, you know, the list goes on and on. Bill Russell, uh, I already said Bill Russell. Uh, but, you know, there, there's all these different legendary players that, that have left. What's different there is, number one, DeMar is going to pull it through. I'm, I'm really hopeful from reading what I read. But, I mean, those guys were great players before they got into their their health scare. Here, people, and, and DeMar is a solid defensive back, but... He's not great. He is not a Pro Bowl player. The sole reason why people are buying his cards right now is because of what happened to him, a a very freak accident. So my question, Andy, is number one, do we actually believe some of these auctions are going to get paid for? Number two, what exactly would be somebody's end game here in purchasing a card that 24 hours ago at this time – would have gone for 12 to 15 bucks to now purchasing the same card in a college uniform. By the way, this isn't, you know, Alabama's uniform. This isn't Ohio State. This is Pitt Panthers uniform. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what the end game is here. Are, are people trying to buy at this price and get a quick flip for 3K or 4K? We saw that auction a minute ago for you know, $40,000 um, uh, that I think is just shilled to oblivion. Andy, I, I'm still just trying to figure out what, what the end game here is for all this stuff. Well, I, I've i got to guess that it's a, a lot of uh, collectors wanting to put these cards in their collection because of how crazy and rare and wild and historic the event was last night. And, the, the only thing that I can really think of that's been similar to this in recent history is the Dwayne Haskins incident going back to right. before the season. Um, and and because he's another young guy, didn't get much time in the NFL, had a lot of draft capital, he's a quarterback, this and that, but big tragic event, big news story. And, um, and his card spiked, his card spiked, and they flew off the shelves. I mean, there was a ton of stuff. I, I mean, I sold a nice Dwayne Haskins card and, and they spiked temporarily, and now they're very cheap again. Uh, but that's the only thing that I can like kind of compare it to remotely. I, I can't see that 
you know, if it, if people are buying these to maybe quick flip them to five, seven grand, I, I, I have a hard time believing that these cards are going to get paid. This auction here, 76 bids that's ending in, in six days, that's at 40 grand, or even this one that ends tonight at 10, 15, 34 bids now up to 7,500. I, I, I mean, I have to believe that at least a, a percentage of the, the buy it now solds and stuff that have sold for like a thousand or the auctions that ended last night for a thousand, two thousand are going to get paid. Certainly all the ones that ended for two to five hundred are going to probably get paid. But I guarantee you there is some tomfoolery and some shenanigans, some unethical behavior in both buyers and sellers on both sides of this. Um, and I think it all. I think it all comes back to this whole fear of missing out uh, mantra that exists in sports cards. I think it drives quite a bit of buying and selling behavior impulsively almost. You know, it's not, it's rare. You'll, and I, I love PSA. It's rare. You're you. It's rare. You'll see me defend them, but can you imagine how many people super expressed DeMar Hamlin autos to them today just to be, you know, the first one to get it in a slab. You know, the one thing I, I'll say is if you listen to DeMar Hamlin card, you know, do what you will with it. I did see someone with a DeMar Hamlin autoed numbered to 10 card. Um, he is selling it and giving all of it to charity, or at least he's claiming to give it all to charity, which is obviously a really, you know, noble thing to do. But, you know, for me, Andy, I, you know, we get into, uh, you know, a slippery slope about, uh, and there it is right there on the screen. Um, we get into like a slippery slope of, you know, what, what exactly is morally right and wrong. I'm just trying to figure out if you are one of the people that bought this card, what, what is your end goal, right? Mm-hmm. This one thing happened. We don't know if you'll ever play again. Now, if you are a collector and you just want a piece of history where, you know, the entire, not just sports world, but news world, this was the biggest story in America uh, last night, then I get it, right? You just want, you just want, you know, a, a, a relic of that time. It's just strange to me, right? I don't, I like, I don't, I don't think DeMar Hamlin would be flattered by that by any stretch of the imagination. I don't. I mean, I, like I, 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 it's just, it's just not something that I would do. I, I just would philosophically say, Andy, like I didn't, I wasn't a fan of this guy before. I didn't know who this guy was before yesterday. Why? Because of one freak accident that, you know, put his family through misery. Would he? Would I all of a sudden just want to collect him? Uh, this very tragic. Um, you know, life-threatening thing. I, I just, it's, I don't know. It just, it, it, it's, it's such a rare occurrence. I, I don't quite understand the, uh, the logic behind it. Yeah, it's quite mind-blowing. I would, I would be very interested, like, just to understand the thought process behind someone wanting to buy this as a, an investment or a, a flip, a profit opportunity. Um, I do kind of. Me personally, would like when Dwayne Haskins passed uh, that tragic incident before the season, I didn't go on and raise the price of my 
uh, Silver Prism Auto PSA 10 Dwayne right. Haskins. I, I just left it as is, and I saw some that sold for a lot more than mine. But I, I didn't go and, and raise the price and try and take advantage of a tragic situation. Didn't feel right to me. Um, so yeah, just, it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's, it's mind blowing to see, you know, it's kind of like you really see what certain people, uh, are made of, like what their character is made of in, in, uh, situations like this. Like, I feel like there should be an eBay algorithm like that, that auction that's at 40 grand right now, or the one that's at 20 grand, like there should be some kind of eBay algorithm that pops up in their system. Like as a red flag, like, look, this seller clearly chill bidding. There's unethical behavior going on here. Let's shut them down kind of thing. And, and this comes from someone that actually collects safeties, right? I collect Tyron Matthew cards, you know, that one DeMar Hamlin college ticket auto is, is, is definitely worth more than my Tyron Matthew collection. Definitely. Probably like, you know, three times as much as I paid for it. Uh, Tyron's probably going to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and, you know, you could buy 20 super rare Ed Reed cards um, for what you paid for that card. And my major takeaway from that, and this kind of ties into Hobby Tip of the Week, there are some other things uh, that, that, that'll go into it is Andy, you're, you're like me, you're, you're an actual sports fan. You actually, correct me if I'm wrong. You actually like football, right? <laughs> yeah, man. 100%. What, what I've learned is there are a lot of people that just don't like it. They just love the fact that it's a big part of our American society. It's, it's popular, right? It's kind of like to the, like to us, football is like beautiful. It's what we love. We know that it's a sport that involves a lot of intricacies. We love the, you know, the stats behind it. We love fantasy football, all of it. Some people just like football because, you know, these are big celebrities, millionaires going after it. And I think one thing that is very important in this hobby is that how good a football player becomes does have a major influence on the price of the cards, but it's more so because they are good. They are a bigger part of American society instead of the fact that people are buying their cards just because the player is good, if that makes sense. Because DeMar Hamlin is obviously a professional football player, but people are buying their the, the cards now because he's popular. Um, no matter what you know comes of this, people are never going to forget this guy's name. Um, and that is why you know everybody is flocking to buy this guy's cards. Um, so what I've learned is a lot of sports collecting, Andy, a lot of it comes down to not necessarily how good a player is, but how popular he is. That makes sense. I mean, I look at uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. He has right. a college uh, card from Bumblebee. There was very few made from <laughs> University of Miami. But that card got, I mean, that card was like tens of thousands of dollars pretty much in any graded format. Uh, I think this was just like a year and a half, two years ago. So I'm not sure where it's at now, but I'm sure it's still incredibly expensive. Uh, so we see that. Um, Pat Tillman, the the um, American war hero that was killed in um, – in the line of fire, that was a former uh, football player that uh, went and served in Afghanistan, like after 9-11. So, and his cards are, are very expensive, the rare ones. So you look at stuff like that or what happened with uh, Dwayne Haskins. So it, or 
even like um Colin Kaepernick's card spiked oh, yeah. whenever the George Floyd incident were happening and like his card spiked just because he's a civil rights activist and stuff and I mean it's it's just it is mind blowing the the other factors that affect the sports card and it really I think you're absolutely right Carter it boils down to popularity and just like media relevance in in general in our in our country and globally for that matter right and once again, if it comes down to how good you are, Ed Reed and Adrian Peterson cards would be like way more than like a lot of players that are currently playing Zach Wilson cards. Uh, but that's that's just how it is. And it's very important to know that and when you come into this, it you know, it's not not everything is is about how good you are on the field, on the court or whatever. Now, Andy, uh, obviously, you look at this stuff every single day. We are one step closer to the playoffs what are your major football card market takeaways for right now man well i'm seeing a lot of price increases uh like daniel jones saw a big price increase after yesterday uh trevor lawrence is up of course brock purdy i'm looking at the mosaic results and and looking at brock purdy kenny pickett's up a little bit but still comparing brock purdy who's actually got a pretty big um, pretty big print run in mosaic. I mean, the, his base mosaic from 2022 are selling for about 50 60 dollars right now. This base card, this is a card that for Burrow and Herbert is still just a 20 to 30 dollar card, raw base mosaic card. Because at, at the end of the day, like right now, mosaic is considered a gold standard for Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett. But at the end of next summer, whenever Prism, Optic, Select, Base Donruss, all these other sets are out it's no longer going to be the gold standard for these guys. And it'll probably will drop down to a five, $10 card. Plus the same amount of hype might not be there. Like, you know, what are they going to do with Trey Lance? You know, whenever it comes to, uh, it comes to free agency draft hype cycle time period, we start getting more news on him. So I'm seeing a lot of polar. So like the Brock Purdy mosaic, $60, the Kenny Pickett about $20. And then I look at guys like Christian Watson, the Packers hopes are still alive. Aaron Rodgers' stock is up. Tom Brady's stock is up. Um, Tom Brady's stock is now going back up now that the Bucs have clinched the playoffs. That was a big day for my team. Like, I was super pumped about that clinch. And Mike Evans' stock has – I saw some interesting uh, sold volume. His autograph stuff is pretty expensive. Like, rookie ticket autos, 150 bucks. So, the market's very active right now. There's a lot of activity going on. It's interesting to note. Tua's stock is now below that of Jordan Love. When I just like compare like the Prism PSA 10 to his, I saw Tua confirmed sale at $35 for his Prism PSA 10. Ooh. Um, his rookie ticket autos are now in that like two sub 200 range, which is way low. Like this is, you know, lower back before they signed Tyreek and stuff. So um, it, his stock is absolutely tanked. Whereas guys like, even guys like Jared Stidham, his stock is up. Uh, after getting a yeah. start for the Raiders. And so there's a lot of movement right now. Uh, guys in the playoffs are definitely ascending um, in, in volume, which is a precursor to eventual sales price increases, especially on, you know, more rare stuff. I think, you know, for, for the two, thing, um, I, I hate it for him. I really do. Um, I would be very careful with Kenny Pickett right now. Um, that was a big, big, big win for them. Um, it was a very um, dramatic win, 
but they still put up less than 20 points, right? So let's not, you know, get too, too, too carried away with Kenny Pickett, especially in the division he's in with three other really, really elite quarterbacks. So I would be very careful uh, about that. But, you know, to go along with what you're saying, I, I do feel the football card market is healthy. I do. I do think, you know, people are still into the hobby and the rumors of the football card hobby demise were overstated. So um, pretty excited about that. Don't forget, make sure you check out your release calendars. Mosaic is uh, starting to, you know, uh, people are starting to get that hype for that mosaic, baby. Let's go, Andy. Mosaic Nation. Yeah, Mosaic Nation. I I found that the design is very popular. Like, look at the silver prism. This is definitely out of the the certifieds and the scores and the Panini Black, which is which is, I guess you can't really throw them in there because they're a small hobby set that's got a lot of RPAs and stuff in it. I'm just thinking like the primary uh, main sets that are out now. The Mosaic is definitely right now going to be considered a gold standard uh, for 2022. Pretty uh, interesting, trend, like a white mosaic out of 25, a Leonard Fournette there. I like that transaction. Like that. Yeah, man. Going for a lot of money. You can see this, this uh, stained glass here for Brady selling for about five, 600 bucks uh, this morning. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely a very popular set. Big, big uh, sales volume right now. A lot of box breaks going down and a, a lot of uh, breakers and people just buying the product or putting those up immediately on eBay. So you maybe find some deals on some of the, uh, some of, some of the, the rookies that have kind of flown under the radar. Like maybe you're buying into Brees Hall right now for next season or, or, um, you know, Garrett Wilson, these guys are getting eliminated from the playoffs that are out of the limelight and out of that uh, media relevancy. And then you could go and find these deals on them. But uh, surely the guys that are getting the playoffs, they're getting all the they're getting all the attention and they're getting all the volume right now. So we then get into hobby tip of the week. Don't forget links down below for card shop live. Okay, that's a good hobby tip. Make sure you check it out. Just download it. Where I mean, if you want to get in a break, uh, be our guest. But all we're asking is for you to download it. Once again, use the link down below. Uh, you get a 10 spot and towards uh, a break. I, I I love just even opening the app and just watching uh, the breaks, the excitement of actually ripping products. Now, we get to Hobby Tip of the Week, Andy, and I've got a spicy, juicy story I actually got out of, I believe, the Sports Card Nonsense um, Facebook page. And this involves Derwin James and Justin Herbert. So there is a guy who has a Derwin James high school letterman jacket, okay? And um, while, you know, I throw this topic to you, I should have sent you the tweet. But he sent it to the agent, or he sent a photo of the Derwin James high school letterman jacket to Derwin James's agent, David Mugalata. And he also tagged Derwin James in the tweet, okay? So if you go to David Mugalata's Twitter account, you'll see what this guy ransomed to try and get from Derwin James. He said the following, Derwin James, okay, here we go. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to read this aloud, Andy, the ridiculousness of this. 
at Derwin James. Hey, Derwin, I tweeted your agent at David Mugalata, but never heard back. I have your high school letterman jacket. Got it from one of your former teammates. If you would like it back, I would like to trade it for a game-used Justin <laughs> Herbert signed jersey. So please, okay, so first off, look at this letterman jacket. It's probably the worst letterman jacket I have ever seen in my life. Okay, I see why Derwin James did not want this right here, okay? And Derwin James, of course, is a really, really good safety uh, for the Chargers, right? You can have your own opinions about his hit versus Indianapolis. I'll tell you, Derwin James can really play. Now, and if you can't pull up David Mugalata's uh, Twitter response to this, uh, and I think he, uh, I think he quote tweeted it. You can actually go back to the go back to the last page, uh, okay. where the guy's thing was, and hit quote tweet. Hit that right there. Okay. So look at what this this got no traction at all. I am very shocked at this. So uh, zoom in on it and and read the following. <laughs> David Mugalata said at at Doug Braverman, which is the original tweeter. If you'd like to return the jacket to Derwin, I can help you with that. But there's no deal to be made here. Hope you enjoy your week. <laughs> okay. So what I want you to do now, Andy, while I am actually going to talk about this, I want you to look up the Instagram really quickly of a guy by the name of The Curry Vault. Okay, The Curry Vault. Um and we'll we'll show you a juxtaposition of everything that happened here. One thing I think as far as like hobby tip of the week is concerned, especially if whether you're dealing with another collector or whether you're dealing with an actual professional athlete such as Derwin James or David Mugalata. If you're going to make a trade like that, if you're going to make a trade of any kind, say it aloud, okay, and actually put yourselves in the shoes of – the players, okay, by essentially saying, hey, I have your high school letterman jacket. Give me a Justin Herbert game-used autographed jersey. Now, a Justin Herbert game-used uniform, I mean, if one just went up today, it would just be 20K. It'd probably be 10 to 20K, just raw, no autograph, no nothing. It would probably be that. Here is your high school letterman jacket you do not give a flip about. It is the ugliest jacket you've ever seen. And this person is randomly tagging the agent and the player publicly. I'm fine with shooting your shot, right? He might have always wanted a Derwin James, or excuse me, a Justin Herbert autographed jersey. But the disrespectful way to do that is saying, hey, here's this crappy letterman jacket you don't care about. Get me something that is of 20x value, and then I'll give this back to you. Andy, wouldn't doesn't that sound just a little bit disrespectful? Hey, I don't like you at all, but the guy that I do like, I want you to get it for me so I can give you back the sentimental piece of your life. Yeah, yeah, that's highly disrespectful. It, it just shows no respect to Derwin James, and why would he ever respond to that in a positive manner, him or his agent like that? Yeah, that's that's another mind blowing situation. And I mean, jeez, man. So, if you're ever in that situation, there's a lot of different things you can do. You can 
traded for Derwin James game use jersey. He probably would have been interested, right? Hey, um, here's your Letterman jacket. Can I take a photo with you? Can I get you to autograph this? Can I get a cleat? That wouldn't be far-fetched. That wouldn't be anything, you know, crazy. Maybe get him to autograph the Letterman jacket and give it back to you. There, there's a lot of different things you could do. But do when you do something like that, do you actually believe that is going to go through? And I think that's also very key when you're trying to trade at an actual card show. If you're trying to completely fleece a dealer at a card show and you say, hey, here is this bowl bowl or here is this, um, I don't know, Edger and James game used autograph or game used jersey card. I want you to trade me for the Peyton Manning rookie ticket auto. That That's spitting in the face of, of a dealer, right? Always think through your deal because if you think through and you come at it from a rational perspective, people are going to be more than willing to deal with you, right? Um, so, yes. Now, the Curry Vault, this is the complete opposite way of doing this, all right? So what I want you to do, Andy, is scroll down, scroll down just a little bit and click – that Stephen Curry trophy right there. All this right. One? Yes. All right. So I don't know these guys. I, I know they're with the Kentucky Roadshow. And this right here was Stephen Curry's free throw championship uh, trophy that was given to him. Okay. So obviously, Steph Curry is what? A top 20 basketball player to ever breathe. Uh, he's one of the biggest active athletes on the planet. And apparently, his, jer- his this trophy he received. Um, which is probably what the 30th most impressive trophy Steph has ever gotten, the free throw percentage championship trophy. So these guys, uh, uh, Curry Vault, went to Oracle Arena and gave Steph his trophy back. Now, did they get anything in return? No, but I'm telling you, they got a lot of clout by doing the right thing because apparently this trophy – for, to my knowledge, what I've read, it got lost in the um, uh, the stadium or the arena transition, and someone else was able to get it, and then they gave it to the Curry Vault to give it back to Steph Curry. Mm. And Steph tweeted at him and said, hey, I appreciate this. And I think Steph has signed a bunch of stuff from – I think Steph knows these guys. But these guys didn't get anything in return, but they got a lot of goodwill. Like if I ever see these guys, Curry Vault, I know we're not a basketball channel, uh, but if I ever see him, I'm going to be like, hey, that was really freaking cool. That was really freaking cool. You didn't ask for $5,000. You didn't ask for anything. You just gave the trophy back. Now, if you need money and if you do get one of these items, I totally get you know one in auction and off or whatever. But there is so much goodwill. Like knowing that I know that they did that thing, if I just had a like a – like a rare warriors card just sitting here, I'd be wor- willing to do a you know cheap deal with them or just give it to them. Honestly, the goodwill built up from doing something like that is really, really, really impressive. And I click that small arrow, um, you know, uh, this one right there, and that's them giving or that's uh, the 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 jersey or that's the actual Curry Vault guys getting the trophy and they they actually took it to uh, the arena. So. Basically, two different types of people that dealt with a somewhat cool relic but not popular relic, 
and that's him giving it back to a warrior staffer. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, man, it it just it builds your character. It, it this is a great character reference for the the Curry Vault. So, like, if I were to make a deal, if I was in basketball cards, or th- this is the principle that applies to football cards as well. It it builds a great character reference, you know. So now I feel comfortable doing a deal with these guys. I know they're going to be fair, you know. I I just I I feel instantly like I can. Um, I, I can trust them a little bit more. I can respect them a little bit more. I have a little bit more faith that they're going to be fair in any type of transaction that I make with them, you know? And I think that same principle carries over to all things in life, but, you know, particularly here focused on sports cards. And if you're a somebody trying to build a reputation in sports cards, like this is, I think this is a good move. And I think this, you know, you... You should carry the same mindset over to all the deals that you make uh, at shows and events and um, whenever and you're interacting and dealing with uh, DeMar Hamlin cards or whatever it may be. Right. You know, they're all yeah, kind of. Yeah. So they're not going to be millionaires uh, by doing this. Right, right, like, you know, th- this isn't some, you know, massive, massive charitable act. Right. But it's a good act. And. Don't you think Steph I – man, Steph knows these guys. He knows of their existence. Don't you think he's going to eventually do something nice for them? Don't you think he'll be like, that was so cool. Here is my game-worn jersey from, you know, or game-worn shoes or whatever. Um, I think what goes around comes around, and, you know, that's how you handle business. Now, I'm sorry for, for going along, but I, I thought you would find that fascinating, uh, Andy, but it's now time for uh, your hobby tip of the week. Yeah, my hobby tip is if you're selling a card on eBay for more than 100 to $200, it makes a lot of sense to offer free shipping and still provide the 4 or $5 shipping, the bubble mailer with tracking, but do it at free of cost. You know, you got to remember that eBay is a more or less a social media platform that has an algorithm built in that boosts certain listings up in their feed based on seller performance feedback, based on certain um, keywords and things in the listing, right? So I would just say that when your card gets up to $100, $200, it's kind of like, you know, it's just kind of all ties together, but offer free shipping. I think that's a good like extension of good faith or um, what's that word I'm looking there? Like a, it's like a good faith deposit or good faith thing. That's like, here, I'll give you free shipping. And I think psychologically that gives a buyers a little bit of, you know, it, it makes it a little bit easier for them to click in your listing and it kind of draws them in a little bit more. I love it. Free ship it, baby. Let's go. Um, and now it's time for plays of the week. Um, and I'm gonna let you go first. Cause I went first on okay. happy tip. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're looking to flip now, there's still opportunities to make money on teams going into the playoffs. There's some teams that are on the bubble, but I'm looking at teams like the Giants, for example, that have clinched their first playoff berth since 2016. Uh, And I still am seeing very cheap price on Daniel Jones. Yes, he's up 20 30%, but that's because his base prison PSA 10 was at $20, $30. So I think if you bought last week, a week before, you're in a great spot to make money in the next uh, week or two. But I still think there's an opportunity here throughout the week. Now, especially as uh, a lot of people are, there's going to be auctions that are ending today, tomorrow, and uh, and Thursday and Friday. 
and a lot of people may be distracted after last night's events and stuff like that. I mean, you could potentially buy some other players' cards like Daniel Jones on the Giants for very cheap to flip them in the in the playoffs and a playoff appearance here. Yeah, zig when everybody's zagging. Um, you know, my play of the week, Andy, is thinking long and hard about your Tom Brady cards, right? This is probably the last go-around if you were to ask me. Uh, if you were to go somewhere else, he would be going to another team. We have no idea what he's going to do, though, right? He's, you know, obviously divorced, and there's a lot of, you know, life questions that he's going to have to answer. Obviously, there are all these rumors, you know, about the Saints and all of that. But when is the last time Tom Brady is going to play? And obviously, Brady cards, are they going to turn into Jordan cards where – Brady's cards are always going to trade, you know, at a high level because he is Jordan uh, uh, football. We don't know. We honestly don't know. So it it might be wise to, to sell, you know, some of your Brady cards during this playoff window. Obviously, if you have big Brady's, you're not trying to do a get rich quick scheme, obviously. But if you have some of these middle tier Buccaneer, you know, numbered cards, maybe it's it's time to think about selling them because you don't ever know if he's ever going to play in another playoff game. And that's Andy, you pointed out all the time. This is why, you know, Zach Wilson cards trade for more than Drew Brees cards. Um, yeah, well, not now, but before the season, it's because Zach Wilson is currently playing. So, you know, people do have to weigh that right now. Yeah, I, I think that's a great call. You definitely are rolling the dice that you, they get eliminated from the playoffs um early and uh he's retires and he's and he's done and he moves on to television but that's not really enough to drive a significant height that are going to raise his prices they're gonna they're gonna flatline and cool off and they're yeah they're always gonna be worth good money but never like they are right at this present moment now that the bucks have clinched the playoffs so i think that's a great play i love it and let me think i'm trying to think if there's I was thinking about the Brady thing yesterday, right? Um, I'm trying to see if there's just another player that really sticks out to me. Obviously, uh, Devonta Smith is still tearing it up. Um, I love me. Uh, I I don't love the Slim Reaper, but I love the fact that you know he's undervalued and he's gotten better uh, this year. But yeah, I'm super freaking excited about this playoff run. A lot, a lot of interesting teams. And, you know, lots of interesting storylines. We'll see when the Bills and Bengals, you know, replay or or continue. That's obviously going to be a big piece of everything regarding, you know, the sport of football. But, you know, before we get out of here, I do want to shout out your co-host, Kala Desi, sending me this checkerboard Tyron Matthew card. Look at that. Nice. Huh? 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 I've never gotten a checkerboard card. They are kind of cool. I didn't look at that. That's pretty dope. Uh, Very nice. Yeah. But but, but shout out to him. Uh, And yeah, card shop live. Make sure you check it out. Anything, uh, anything else, Andy, uh, before we get out of here today? No, man, it, it's, it's, uh, that's pretty much it, I think, for today. Yeah, it is It is very exciting. We're almost putting out videos on a daily basis now that we're in the new year and the playoffs uh, where everything is gets really ramped up here, man, especially for everybody that's in the playoffs. So, yeah, just a reminder to zig when other people zag and 
uh take your take your double and triple ups when you can man don't don't try and uh get too greedy especially if it's not a guy that you want to hold that you want to hold long term man because no pre no no moment like the present i've i've done way too much of that i'm being quite honest with you take profit when you get it um make sure you join the patreon.com slash football cards community and until next week peace out baby peace Yo. What up, what up, what up? What's up, man? Uh just responding to some comments, just getting back in the groove, dude. New year, January 3rd, trying to trying to collect my thoughts after last night. Wow. That's nuts. Uh I'm very, very, very interested in what happened last night from a football card perspective. They've gone up even more. I'm looking at uh, confirmed transactions this morning of even more common cards, but still with the with the auto because he doesn't have much. Two grand, two grand confirmed sold on the Chronicles Prestige. He played 14 games last year. Okay, 14 games. And once again, I, I'll, I'll say it a thousand times over. Uh, as someone who makes, you know, uh, or someone that watches a lot of football, um, what happened last night was the most unique, craziest thing I have ever seen uh, in a football card uh, uh, realm. And also just from a real-life football realm. I have never seen someone go down like that. And then have to cancel a game because of an injury, right? Yeah. Um, and I wish nothing but the best for him. I really do. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. stuff that's just scary. Like, if you're playing and yeah, that goes for anything. You know, yesterday I was watching, you know, the uh, LSU-Purdue bowl game. Purdue receiver falls down. And it wasn't a bad hit. His head just, you know, hit the turf and they had to stretcher him off. It's – um. It's it's such a crazy violent game, and that is just so wild to me. Now people are here for the football card perspective. I get it. I I I, I get that. You know, people want a piece of history. Last night was pretty historic. You know, that was one of the most hyped Monday night football games in quite a while. It was by far, uh, you know, the most hyped Monday night game. You know, of this year, obviously the Russell Wilson return to Seattle was interesting, but uh, this was the most hype Monday Night Football game in in a while. Right? Yeah, with with playoff seating and all of that, and it it is historic what happened yesterday. I just don't know what you're doing with a two thousand dollar card. I'm looking, dude. I'm scrolling. I'm, I'm, I've got even the base sage ones up. Like, there's even like an ACO, like a custom made art card that somebody just probably made last night or something. And they're, they're selling for fifteen. The sage premier draft card is selling for forty five dollars. Like I said, the Joe Burrow card uh, equivalent of this is selling for just a dollar or two. It's just like, uh, 
this basement was, bottom. Yeah. You know, it's just it, this is insane. This one's up to forty thousand dollars. Yeah, so that's the other side that I mean, some sellers are trying to take advantage of this of, of what happened to Demar last night and what people are spending on his cards. And I've seen a couple new listings that are in the twenty to forty thousand dollar range. And I'm just like shaking my head at that. Like, come on, man. That's trying trying to take advantage of what happened to DeMar for your financial gain. Seriously? Yeah. And I think it's a little bit different than like, you know, I, I think it's way worse than when a, uh, when like a Hall of Famer dies, like when Pele dies, right? We we knew like everyone knew that it was coming. It's still tragic, right? But you know, Pele was a great player. You know, whenever you're buying your cards, whenever you're buying a Pele card, you're buying them because he is a all time great player. People are honestly just buying this guy's card for this one incident. That's it. Yeah, yes, and th- yeah. that is the sole reason why they're 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 buying this card. God, I hope for his sake he's telling the truth. <laughs> Oh well, aren't there laws if he like if he's not telling the truth? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're paying this guy future breaks. It's like you know the the horror stories you hear about uh, certain charities and churches and stuff like that, where the money's just gone straight to their pockets. You know, and they've been there are laws like those people have been arrested. Uh, I, I know there's been arrest for fraud and stuff like that on on uh, from big churches and charities before because they weren't actually putting the money towards the charity, the purpose that it was intended for. I mean, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt here and uh, say that this guy's got good intentions and he is going to send it to charity. So, I, I I mean, that's hey, that's very noble of him. That's this Marcus Colston gold prism card, right? Oh yeah. It's one, it's one of my favorite cards. It's my only gold prism card. So I, so there's a two dip, deeper reasons why I want to keep this card. Okay, number one, I love Marcus Colston. Um, number two, it's 2012 gold prism. It's the only 2012 gold prism that I own, right? And this card right here, I bought for ten dollars <throat> at a shop, and I know quite a few people that would pay $300 for this card. Um, I got an offer at $300 for this card. (laughs) And I don't want to let it go. I don't. I don't. Um, So, yeah, what do you think? Do you think I should say bye to it? I mean, that's a serious profit margin. But once you say bye to that thing, you may never – See one again, especially not at that price. I mean, you got got the deal of the century on that lot of cards. I mean, that was just incredible story of how you know meeting, networking, and meeting people in person, asking about their cards, and making an offer cash of what you could potentially you know get. I I mean, it's hard to turn that down. I think everything's got its price, right? I mean, that's. At three hundred bucks, man, it's it's not. I mean, how how much do you how much do you like it? Okay, how much is it worth to you? I don't know. Like, I, I'm thinking about it. Like, I think Gold Prism is here to stay. Um, 
So, yeah, I think, I mean, it means a lot to me because, you know, you, you go to the shop and you find it and you see it's listed at $10. And, uh, yeah, you know, you know, you're actually getting something. And I, I felt really good about it. It's just, I don't know. I love this card. I love the way it pops. I love the jersey color match. I love everything there is to about this card right here. Um, but people see it and they want it. They want, obviously, 2012 Gold Prism is, is, is premium. I'm just saying people just freaking love that card. They find it irresistible. And it is beautiful. You get a big, fat patch. You can get an auto. Oh, that might be the worst autograph I've ever seen. Uh, Cameron Jordan. That is the really? worst. It is the worst autograph I've ever seen. Just go look at it real quick. Okay. eBay. Cameron Jordan. Auto. <laughs> I just love like the, the J. Just this one right here. Just the CJ. Is this one? That's yeah. funny, dude. Huh? Huh? I mean, like the C's on top of the J, too. Like that was. That's wild. Yeah, that's lightning fast. Look at that. Like a check mark. It's like a check and a little sw swoop. And on the move, man. Cam's on the move. You better watch out, man. All better time Saints sacks leader. Yeah, he's a stud. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready whenever you are, man. All right, brother. Let's rock and roll and get this. Oh yeah, it's only ten oh eight. We'll be out of here before eleven. I should be good. Yeah. All right. Three, two. Football cards collecting.